You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Everyday Attraction podcast, Internet Radio International. I don't know what this is. I'm glad you're here. (laughs) This is your feel-good sister, Ray. And this is Heather. So good to be with you all as we talk about the law of attraction, perhaps in a way you've never heard it before, perhaps in a way you have heard it before, but you needed maybe a little bit more inside depth, breaking it apart. We kind of like to gnaw on these delicious morsels that were given by these teachers called Abraham. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Oh, where did you come from? Uh, we are all about um, understanding the law of attraction from uh, a joyful, easygoing, laid back. This is the you don't have to wait anymore. It's okay if you kick back vibrational understanding of spirituality. <laughs> feel good flow. The feel good flow. I wanted to go, we're the ones who don't want to work hard, but I guess that really probably isn't a fair. We're all kind of working, but in alignment. We want to have a feel good flow, as Heather said. So we welcome you. And again, if you um, if you don't know the Abrahams, their site is abraham-hicks.com. We always, always like to refer, refer to them and about them because we find that they're a very delicious bouncing off place. They, they catapult us into these deeper discussions about how we take these, you know, principles, these feel good flow understandings and bring them into our everyday lives so that they're actually helping us feel better day to day to day. And today is no difference. But what we're going to reveal in this show is the formula for happily ever after. Yes, we have it here. Don't tell your friends. We have the formula for happily ever after from the Abrahamic perspective. Doesn't that sound delicious, Heather? It's funny that we're talking about this because I was just talking about the programming as a kid that when we were with our parents would read us a book and the end of the book would be, and they lived happily ever after. And <laughs> I just remember as a kid thinking like they froze in time and they were just had this big smile on their face and that was <laughs> no movement. No, <laughs> exactly. Well, the good news is, and I think kind of the, the secret to happily ever after is embracing the contrast and letting it is. Yeah. As you and we were talking about this just before we started recording is the the positive and the negative charges in the and the molecules. It's important that there be a positive and a negative charge. But we what we have to make sure, though, is that there is a balanced positive and negative charge, because when it gets too positive or too negative, then the molecule doesn't have a stasis. Right. Well, and I don't know if it's the the charge itself or the focus, wherever, whatever we focus on. So if we focus on the negative side, then that's all we experience. But like that whole happily ever after, I feel like I 
get it more now that you used to say once you know, once you understand, you can't go back. Like you, you can't, you can't not know, <laughs> you can't unknow. So it's like now that we know that the bottom's not going to fall out and that we're always going to be able to go back up again all the time. Um, we are always supported by source and there's nothing that can get us down anymore. So that negative charge doesn't really have the same pull that it used to. Exactly. Because you know, it's playing a part and, yeah. and you don't have to resist it. But I think what's surprising and delighting about today's show and what we're going to be talking about is that the Abrahams have broken down the formula for happy ever after with two words, savoring and satisfaction. And that's surprising to me because I think for a lot of us, those words don't really come up. When we think about happy, I mean, it's more kind of a, a bit more amplified, where they're sort of taking it down to if you can be satisfied and savor what is, then you're going to build momentum that allows source and, and all that is and your entourage and all the energies that are here with you just to kind of surprise and delight you. But this idea of satisfaction, which isn't like, okay, the big boom party, you know, crazy, I'm, I'm blissed out. It's It's kind of more of a, a boots on the ground sort of understanding of, of how to be happy and satisfaction and savoring is something that we go to is something we can achieve even in the midst of total chaos and difficult and challenge. And that is where the fun starts to happen. It's like, here's what's happening. It's not feeling good. It's feeling really quite bad, but how can I move and shift my focus or maybe how I can take my focus completely away from the circumstance so I can get to the point of, of satisfaction and being able to savor, which I think is an interesting word. Don't you find savoring kind of compelling? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's funny. It's almost like that piece of um, looking forward to something is even better than the thing itself. That savoring feeling is kind of like the anticipation of what's coming and it's so good that you don't even need that thing to come because the savoring is just as good or better. <laughs> it's enough, right? I mean, how many times have I thrown a party and actually preparing for the party was way more fun than the actual party itself. I cannot tell you how many times that's happened to me where I was like, wow, I was having so much more fun setting up the party. And now that I'm at it, I'm not really having a very good time. <laughs> it's just kind of an interesting thing where we, you know, we kind of want to be able to to be happy in the savoring. And that doesn't mean we can't have the manifestations that we're not saying that's what you have to, to release. That's not what we're saying. But I, what I think is, is really interesting. And what I love about this podcast is that we give you some rules of the game, according to these broader wise teachers that say satisfaction is enough to get you where you want to go. And I think that that to me is information that I I've heard before, but I really want to anchor that in because sometimes you know, there was a time where I thought, no, I have to be in joy. I have to be in bliss. I have to be in that high flying. Oh, in, you know, I am it. Woo ha. You know, and that's kind of hard to maintain, especially if it's your intention. It can, it's much easier if it just comes naturally. And that's what we're talking about is that if you can reach for satisfaction and be at peace there, then the universe does the rest. The universe does the high flying bliss out woohoo kind of ride. That's not your job. Hey, everybody. This is Ray. I wanted to take a quick break from the conversation to say thank you for listening to the podcast. We sure appreciate it. If you feel like you get value from this conversation and want to support us personally, I want to tell you about our Patreon page. It's a place where you can easily support us with a one-time or consistent contribution. We love having this conversation with you all. And we thank you again for being part of what we call the Feel Good Nation to send your feel-good support to us, check out 
www.patreon.com forward slash everyday attraction. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash everyday attraction. Thanks again. Now back to the podcast. Well, and I like the piece that it is um, not, we're not looking for something that's unrealistic on some level because a lot of times we think, you know, once I'm married, I'll be happy. Once I lose 20 pounds, I'll be happy. Once I blah, blah, blah. But it's sometimes it's just like, how do I be happy in this moment and in this moment and in this moment and in this moment? It's like this every that eternity is just a series of now moments combined together. And so we have to be able to really find something that is realistic. We're not going to be blissed out every second of every day, but we can be satisfied pretty much most of the time. Exactly. It feels doable. It feels doable. And it feels like attainable. And the rest is not your business. The rest is not your job. Um, so let's jump in and listen to a little bit of what these teachers have to say about this. Again, this is from a recent workshop from abraham-hicks.com. We use this as a way to to really help our conversation go deeper because these teachers are so wise and so beautiful. But these answers also live within you. These answers are already in your higher knowing. So what you're going to be hearing from them is almost a redundancy to what you already know if you if you really get quiet and, and allow yourself to feel that broader connection. So let's listen in as they tell us the truth. Infinite intelligence is, we like those words, and you're all being coached from infinite intelligence. That's why we ask you to be in the receiving mode so you can hear the coaching. Because it's moment by moment. It's not the big picture. They're not going to draw out a big diagram for you so that you can see every step that you're going to take. They're just going to say, come over here, come over here, come over here, come over here. You see, when you're ready to be ready to be ready to be ready, meaning you're here and satisfied, and then here and satisfied, and then here and satisfied, this is the formula for happily ever after. If you're ready for an idea... But then you want to jump from the idea right into the full action or activity or even words about it. Very often as you make that jump, you lose your connection because you're not ready for that. And then you lose the momentum that would be there otherwise. So the key is to reach for satisfaction, to reach for as much as you can find and still feel good and not reach beyond it. When you push yourself too far or you push others too far, so the satisfaction turns to dissatisfaction, now you've lost the momentum and you can't bridge that gap. So that's kind of the moment. That's the key moment where I can think of three areas of my life that really are what my heart desires more than any area. And I'm focused on an outcome that's most too many are, steps most ahead. Are. Those are perfect words. And most are because, let's face it, let's face reality. Now let's create reality. But the reason you do that is because the tangible is intoxicating. Seeing it and hearing it and smelling it and tasting it and touching it. And also, you're really going to like this. Because of the manifestation of something, there's a lot of momentum in it. In the way that we're asking you to be ready for something you want, ready to be ready 
to be ready, to be ready. And then when it blossoms into that full manifestation, it's so exhilarating. Esther said to us, Abraham, I know that you want me to be happy over here in the dreaming stage or in the imagining stage or in the just letting it be stage. But I have to tell you, I really, really, really like manifestations. And we know you really like manifestations, but you've got to be ready for it in order for the manifestation to happen. And so in the same way that we're asking you to be ready and ready and ready, and that momentum is ensuing, momentum is becoming more and more and more, that works with things wanted and unwanted as well. In the same way that you might start worrying about something and fussing about it, and then the more you do it, now you're talking to someone about it, now you've joined an organization about it, now you're blogging about it, now you're leading the organization about it. There's a lot of momentum there, and the negative emotion is getting stronger and stronger because there is momentum in anything that you focus upon. So the key is to slow the momentum on unwanted things while you increase the momentum on wanted things. And the only way that you can do that effectively is by paying attention to the way that you feel. So if you manage to quiet your mind, here's what we really want you to hear. This is the piece that you're asking for that will make the difference for you. You're ready for this. So the reason that you like to jump into the action faster is because there's already momentum there. But you might not be ready for it, and so you can't make the jump. But it feels like a better choice to you because it's more tangible. It's more satisfying to you because there's more to see and there's more to hear and so on. But if you could meditate on Sunday morning and then get as far as you can get into the day feeling satisfaction, and then on Monday, and get as far as you can get into the day, feeling satisfaction, and then on Tuesday. What begins to happen is this absence of momentum begins to become more momentum until the momentum of the wanted is as decipherable by you than what you're seeing and hearing and smelling and tasting and touching. It begins to feel like there's this sort of magical flow where doors are opening and things are unfolding. Esther and some friends, Esther was saying, let's really get into the dreaming stages of something. Let's really get into the dreaming stages. And so she said, let's go look at real estate. And so they called someone they knew who could get access to anything in the area. And they went and looked at some beachfront property right on the beach. And, oh, it was so nice. The surf is coming right up on their feet and the sound of it is so lovely and the price tag is so big. <laughs> so big. So big. And so dreaming felt nice, but moving into the action felt uncomfortable, not ready. So Esther dreamed a little more and started adding up all of her assets and in her mind started liquidating her entire life and some future life. And she managed to take that good feeling energy-moving, satisfying thought to a place that did not feel good. Cold sweats. <laughs> Need a drink of water. In 24 hours, she went from the happiest girl you've ever known to someone who's worried about money. Because 
I'm going to stop there because I think there is so much deliciousness. Have you had that experience before where you had something and then you just got ahead of it and it went from delicious to and satisfying to absolutely, you know, terrifying? <laughs> yeah, you go too far. It actually happened to me last night where I felt like something was happening and I was ready to do something and then I didn't take action then and then I couldn't get back to that feeling again because I went over, I like went past the point. And so it's really important to just follow that guidance in that moment instead of going too far or trying to do it too soon. Like yeah. this fine timing thing. Yeah. And this idea of jumping into action and, and really kind of savoring this part of the process because this satisfaction idea and, and sometimes taking action can feel satisfying. We don't want to say this, this can never go into the action point. It can, and it will, and it has to in a wonderful way. But I think we all need to discern that where that point is for us, like when we need to get off the topic and go think about something else because it's no longer satisfying. Well, and it's what happens is we have to be able to listen to ourselves to know, to, to feel into, I call it the sweet spot. You know, where's the sweet spot? And it takes practice. And sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. But the good news is, and like what Esther was saying, is she realized that she had gone too far, that she'd taken, she was taking it into action rather than allowing source to present it. Because again, the delivery of the desire is not our work. And I, I have to like tattoo that on my arm because I've been taught that it is up to me to deliver the desire, to deliver the goods. And I have to figure out, I have to get the treasure map out. Um, and, and what they're saying is, no, you just have to stay satisfied and stay within the momentum of savoring it and watching what happens and watching your emotions. Your emotions are such a beautiful guide that suddenly what felt delicious and dreamy and fun is turning into, you know, uh, bank accounts and leveraging and liquidating. And suddenly that's feeling out of control. So you're going to no one's going to be able to tell you when you've reached over that. But what we're saying here is know that that's a flag on the play, that when you've gotten to that over action point, you just need to back up into feeling satisfied and to, to, to really trust it. And this is from the very beginning of that, that particular hot seat experience. This is coaching from infinite intelligence. I mean, wow. I mean, talk about the best coach on the planet. You oh, can, yeah, maybe. you know, I loved that coaching from infinite intelligence. And it, it, it reminds me of something I was listening to the other day when they were saying how we look for external validation and they were actually talking about Esther and how they said she used to, you know, stand on her head and get somebody to look at her and praise her. And then once she got praise from source, the praise from other humans never was even close to very, you know, um, satisfying because the praise of source is so delicious. And so it's like always just knowing how to um, follow your internal guidance where source is always praising you, always validating you, always supporting you 100% no matter what, and not needing to have external, you know, validation anymore. It's just so powerful. It's really powerful. And I, I want to explore this topic of momentum that they talked a lot about in this particular track. Where what happens when we jump into action, when now we take over, and now I'm going to make this desire happen, is that we lose connection to source one, but we also slow down the momentum. And I thought that was so interesting. So this balancing act of staying satisfied and savoring is really an, an attempt to keep the connection with source clear, 
and also to keep the momentum rolling and speeding along. And it sources a job to make it go faster and faster, not your job. And so that's why um, this this idea of staying satisfied and savoring what's happening is, is really intriguing to me. It feels doable. It feels realistic. And it is. You said something right at the beginning and then you kept talking and I was like stuck on that. So can you, do you remember what you said right at the beginning? Like, I was like, wow, that was so good. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't remember what part. Okay. It was just really, um, it was really powerful anyways. But yeah, that's anything that source, when we can co-create with source, which we always can, everything else, everything is bigger, brighter, bolder. It's better than we ever expected. And so for me, always collaborating with source or always knowing source is supporting me is that probably the missing piece that I didn't have my whole entire life because I always felt like I was alone and I was always trying to figure it out and make it happen. But once I understood that this is co-creation and I never am alone and I don't have to figure it out, I just have to keep following the breadcrumb and the breadcrumb and the breadcrumb and listen for it because sometimes it's very quiet or it's very subtle or it comes in a different color or size or shape or package. But once we get that that's what we're doing and that's all we have to do, it's like the pressure is off. Absolutely. And, you know, this is this is the opposite of what we've been taught. And that's what I think is such a breath of fresh air. And like you said, the pressure is off. We've been taught the opposite of this, that we have to jump in, that we have to make it happen. And there's no pain, no gain. And and I think it's just I can't hear it enough that we are pulling the curtain back um, and seeing the little man behind the push is that. Anything that feels really hard and complicated can become easy and flowing with this process. And oftentimes when we want something, we can slow it down ourselves by jumping into action and getting ahead of ourselves and trying to make it happen. And this is really a hands off philosophy. It's your work is to tune in, to refocus, to get to the place of satisfaction and do whatever you can to do that, whether it be finding the better feeling thought regarding what's happening or pull your attention away from what's happening because it's not serving you. And, you know, that's a a trigger you have to pull based on the situation and what's happening in your mind and body. But I love that there is nothing impossible with this process. Something that seems terribly complex and hard can be done with ease and flow as long as you can keep the connection to source and allow the momentum to have its way. And they will always provide for us. Of course, it's not going to be difficult. Why would we have to be? I mean, I think there's this aspect of if we're the the, the a royalty, we don't have to lift a finger. You know, source source treats us like we're 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 royalty. We don't need to do. It's not about action. You know, and it's really about listening and following. It's it's a, a treasure hunt and and a connect the dots. Um, which is which is what makes that magical piece that you always talk about. Like, I think just your voice is magical, right? Sometimes I get just, I don't even know what you say because I just hear your voice and I like get led into this place of magic and excitement. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think that's my way of also opening up and just, you know, letting, letting the energy speak through me. And, and I think it is something where um, we just need to start doing a lot more letting go. And not in an action way, but just in a mental way and being available to be surprised and delighted by what what is happening. And it's something that I'm hearing more and more from them is that 
we're here to translate source energy and translate these thoughts that come through, but we can't translate source unless we're feeling good, unless we're feeling satisfied. So it is wanting to tap into the coaching. So you can imagine, you know, if you could have access to infinite intelligence and you can be coached by infinite intelligence, but the only thing you have to do is stop trying to do it yourself. Stop trying to jump too far ahead. Stop being invested in the outcome. I mean, there's a few rules of the game, right? In order to get tuned in. And what I love about tuning in is it's pulling back, not pushing more. I love that because we can, all of us can do that. Yeah, we can if we if we are willing. It's just that that inner conflict that sometimes we just think, oh, I can't do that. I can't, you know, I have to be, I have to push. It, there is a strong programming for the push. So it's kind of going against the grain and really um, letting go of this, the struggle, the push struggle in our mind. You know, it's really a mind letting go of the thoughts and the logic and reasoning that all the reasons we've talked ourselves into, we have to do it in the push way. Yeah. And really, again, you know, just being aware of our emotions and and where our emotions are because they're telling us how much we've let go or how much we're leaning in and trying to make it happen. And I just bless those emotions for that and the, and the ease to which we can then refocus and choose to think another thought or look in another direction. Um, and, and I love this idea of, of letting it be just a moment to moment satisfaction journey and not putting anything on hold and not waiting for anything. And I, I think that is probably one of the most exciting Abraham messages and, and the messages that Source is giving us is that truly, and it's almost cliche, it is in the journey that life is lived and loved. And we are so results oriented because we've been taught that that's where you can relax, but we're saying relax now because the greatest creation coming through you is not going to come through you unless you're in a relaxed state. Right. Stuff will come through you, but it won't be what you want. And there'll be the booby prize at the end of the game, right? So this relaxed state of creation, this lean back state of creation is so, so powerful and we don't hear enough of it. I think the momentum is building and we hear more and more teachers talking about this, but I think we as the sort of leading edge and kind of on this crazy law of attraction edge, we can start to prove it to ourselves. And so be satisfied. Here's the everyday takeaway as we wrap up today's podcast. Be satisfied with what's happening today, even if it is challenging. Find a way to be at peace with what you've done today. Let it be enough. Let today be enough. And not only enough, let it be exactly what it needs to be in order for the momentum and the connection to keep going. And allow the source energy to move faster, not you. Allow yourself to be carried, to be served. And the piece that I um, always remember is the vibration of the solution doesn't isn't in the problem. So you have if you're if you're in the problem and you're looking for the solution, it's never going to appear because the vibration of the solution is way higher than the vibration of the problem. So we have to relax enough to raise our vibration up. And that's where the solution that's where you'll find the solution. And I'm not going to like start singing let go from Frozen. That was my first thought. That always comes up, but you all can sing it in your mind because we all have it there. But it truly is a joyous and relaxing and beautiful. Let it go. 
let it go and know that, you know, I love that you say that, but whenever, but anybody tells me what to do, somebody says, let it go. I won't. So what's the opposite of that? You know what I mean? So it's like, if somebody says, oh, you need to relax or you need to let it go. There's that piece of me that's like, nope, not going to do that. You know? And so it's like, if you happen to be a rebellious one, just follow, I would say, follow the instincts and just, you know, allow source to guide you instead of trying to do it yourself. Or you can listen to the Beatles and just let it be. Let it be. Right, <laughs> <laughs> sister? You can let it be. Well, we've come to the end of our time together. We hope you heard something that will help you joyously on your path of creating. And we wish you a wonderful, relaxed, satisfied, and savored day today. And as we like to say at the end of the show, just feel good. Feel good. Sister and brothers. Lots of love. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.